0: This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. What does it look like to meaningfully pursue racial justice in your day-to-day life? Keep listening to find out more about Jenny Booth Potter's own journey in her new book, Doing Nothing is No Longer an Option, One Woman's Journey into Everyday Anti-Racism. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable.
1: This is IVP.
0: Listening to Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Your Word is truth, Your Word is life.
1: Presented by Inner City Press. Your Word
0: is Truth, Your Word is
1: life. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson
0: and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold
1: wonderful things in your Word.
0: Old Testament reading, Psalm chapter 4. Psalm chapter 4, beginning at verse 1. For the music director, to be accompanied by stringed instruments. A Psalm of David. When I call out, answer me, O God who vindicates me. Though I am hemmed in, You will lead me into a wide open place. Have mercy on me and respond to my prayer. You men, how long will you try to turn my honor into shame? How long will you love what is worthless and search for what is deceptive? Selah. Realize that the Lord shows the godly special favor. The Lord responds when I cry out to him. Tremble with fear and do not sin. Meditate as you lie in bed and repent of your ways. Selah. Offer the prescribed sacrifices and trust in the Lord. Many say, who can show us anything good? Smile upon us, Lord. You make me happier than those who have abundant grain and wine. I will lie down and sleep peacefully, for you, Lord, make me safe and secure. Psalm 68. For the music director, by David. A song. A song. God springs into action. His enemies scatter. His adversaries run from Him. As smoke is driven away by the wind, so you drive them away. As wax melts before fire, so the wicked are destroyed before God. But the godly are happy. They rejoice before God and are overcome with joy. Sing to God. Sing praises to His name. Exalt the one who rides on the clouds, for the Lord is His name. Rejoice before Him. He is a father to the fatherless. And an advocate for widows. God rules from his holy dwelling place. God settles in their own homes those who have been deserted. He frees prisoners and grants them prosperity. But sinful rebels live in the desert. O God, when you lead your people into battle, when you march through the wastelands, Selah, the earth shakes. Yes, the heavens pour down rain. Before God, the God of Sinai, before God, the God of Israel, O God, you cause abundant showers to fall on your chosen people. When they are tired, you sustain them, for you live among them. You sustain the oppressed with your good blessings, O God. The Lord speaks. Many, many women spread the good news. Kings leading armies run away. They run away. The lovely lady of the house divides up the loot. When you lie down among the sheepfold, the wings of the dove are covered with silver and with glittering gold. When the Sovereign One scatters kings, let it snow on Zalmon. The mountain of Bashan is a towering mountain. The mountain of Bashan is a mountain with many peaks. Why do you look with envy, O mountains, with many peaks? At the mountain where God has decided to live. Indeed, the Lord will live there permanently. God has countless chariots. They number in the thousands. The Lord comes from Sinai in holy splendor. You ascend on high. You have taken many captives. You receive tribute from men, including even sinful rebels. Indeed, the Lord God lives there. The Lord deserves praise. Day after day, he carries our burden. The God who delivers us. Selah. Our God is a God who delivers. The Lord, the sovereign Lord, can rescue from death. Indeed, God strikes the heads of his enemies the hairy foreheads of those who persist in rebellion. The Lord says, I will retrieve them from Bashan. I will bring them back from the depths of the sea so that your feet may stomp in their blood and your dogs may eat their portion of the enemy's corpses. They see your processions, O God, the processions of my God, my King, who marches along in holy splendor. Singers walk in front. Musicians follow playing their stringed instruments in the midst of young women playing tambourines. In your large assemblies, praise God the Lord, in the assemblies of Israel. There is little Benjamin, their ruler, and the princes of Judah in their robes, along with the princes of Zebulun and the princes of Nathali. God has decreed that you will be powerful, O God. You have acted on our behalf. Demonstrate your power. Because of your temple in Jerusalem, kings bring tribute to you. Sound your battle cry against the wild beasts of the reeds and the nations that assemble like a herd of calves led by bulls. They humble themselves and offer gold and silver as tribute. God scatters the nations that like to do battle. They come with red cloth from Egypt. Ethiopia voluntarily offers tribute to God. O kingdoms of the earth, sing to God. Sing praises to the Lord. Selah. To the one who rides through the sky from ancient times. Look he thunders loudly. Acknowledge God's power, his sovereignty over Israel, and the power he reveals in the skies. You are awe-inspiring, O God, as you emerge from your holy temple. It is the God of Israel who gives the people power and strength. God deserves praise. Isaiah chapter 51, beginning at verse 1. There is hope for the future. Listen to me, you who pursue godliness. Who seek the Lord? Look at the rock from which you were chiseled, at the quarry from which you were dug. Look at Abraham your father, and Sarah who gave you birth. When I summoned him, he was a lone individual, but I blessed him and gave him numerous descendants. Certainly, the Lord will console Zion. He will console all her ruins. He will make her wilderness like Eden, her arid rift valley like the garden of the Lord. Happiness and joy will be restored to her. Thanksgiving and the sound of music. Pay attention to me, my people. Listen to me, my people. For I will issue a decree. I will make my justice a light to the nations. I am ready to vindicate. I am ready to deliver. I will establish justice among the nations. The coastlands wait patiently for me. They wait in anticipation for the revelation of my power. Look up at the sky. Look at the earth below, for the sky will dissipate like smoke, and the earth will wear out like clothes. Its residents will die like gnats, but the deliverance I give is permanent. The vindication I provide will not disappear. Listen to me, you who know what is right, you people who are aware of my law. Don't be afraid of the insults of men. Don't be discouraged because of their abuse, for a moth will eat away at them like clothes. Clothes moth will devour them like wool, but the vindication I provide will be permanent. The deliverance I give will last. Wake up, wake up. Clothe yourself with strength, O arm of the Lord. Wake up as in former times, as in antiquity. Did you not smash the proud one? Did you not wound the sea monster? Did you not dry up the sea, the waters of the great deep? Did you not make a path through the depths of the sea so those delivered from bondage could cross over? Those whom the Lord has ransomed will return. They will enter Zion with a happy shout. Unending joy will crown them. Happiness and joy will overwhelm them. Grief and suffering will disappear. I, I am the one who consoles you. Why are you afraid of mortal men or mere human beings who are as short-lived as grass? Why do you forget the Lord who made you who stretched out the sky and founded the earth? Why do you constantly tremble all day long at the anger of the oppressor when he makes plans to destroy? Where is the anger of the oppressor? The one who suffers will soon be released. He will not die in prison. He will not go hungry. I am the Lord your God, who turns up the sea so that its waves surge. The Lord of heaven's armies is his name. Zion's time to celebrate. I commission you, As my spokesman, I cover you with the palm of my hand to establish the sky and to found the earth, to say to Zion, You are my people. Wake up! Wake up! Get up, O Jerusalem! You drank from the cup the Lord passed to you, which was full of his anger. You drained dry the goblet full of intoxicating wine. There was no one to lead her among all the children she bore, there was no one to take her by the hand among all the children she raised. These double disasters confronted you, but who feels sorry for you? Destruction and devastation, famine and sword, but who consoles you? Your children faint, they lie at the head of every street like an antelope in a snare. They are left in a stupor by the Lord's anger, by the battle cry of your God. So listen to this, oppressed one, who is drunk but not from wine. This is what your sovereign Lord, even your God who judges his people, says. Look, I have removed from your hand the cup of intoxicating wine, the goblet full of my anger. You will no longer have to drink it. I will put it into the hand of your tormentors who said to you, lie down so we can walk over you. You made your back like the ground and like the street for those who walked over you. New Testament reading. Ephesians chapter 4, beginning at verse 1. Live in unity. I, therefore, the prisoner for the Lord, urge you to live worthily of the calling with which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, putting up with one another in love, making every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit just as you too were called to the one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who was over all and through all and in all. But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore it says, when he ascended on high, he captured captives, he gave gifts to men. Now what is the meaning of he ascended? except that he also descended to the lower regions, namely the earth. He, the very one who descended, is also the one who ascended above all the heavens in order to fill all things. And he himself gave some as apostles, some as prophets, some as evangelists, and some as pastors and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, that is, to build up the body of Christ, until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, a mature person attaining to the measure of Christ's full stature. So we are no longer to be children, tossed back and forth by waves and carried about by every wind of teaching, by the trickery of people who craftily carry out their deceitful schemes. But practicing the truth and love, we will in all things grow up into Christ, who is the head. From him the whole body grows, fitted and held together, through every supporting ligament. As each one does its part, the body builds itself up in love. Live in holiness. So I say this and insist in the Lord that you no longer live as the Gentiles do in the futility of their thinking. They are darkened in their understanding, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardness of their hearts. Because they are callous, they have given themselves over to indecency for the practice of every kind of impurity with greediness. But you did not learn about Christ like this. If indeed you heard about him, you were taught in him, just as the truth is in Jesus. You were taught with reference to your former way of life to lay aside the old man who was being corrupted in accordance with deceitful desires, to be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and to put on the new man who has been created in God's image, in righteousness and holiness that comes from truth. Therefore, having laid aside falsehood, each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor, because we are members of one another. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on the cause of your anger. Do not give the devil an opportunity. The one who steals must steal no longer. Instead, he must labor, doing good with his own hands, so that he will have something to share with the one who has need. You must let no unwholesome word come out of your mouth but only what is beneficial for the building up of the one in need, that it would give grace to those who hear and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. You must put away all bitterness, anger, wrath, quarreling, and slanderous talk, indeed, all malice. Instead, be kind to one another, compassionate, forgiving one another, just as God in Christ also forgave you. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Covenant-keeping God, I thank you for your word. Thank you, O God, for the passages and the readings of God in Psalm of how we can cry out to you and we know that you'll hear us, O God. Thank you um, for the Psalms that just um, articulate the full range of human emotions, the full range. Of our experiences on this side uh, with the the psalmist, in this case, uh, David, writing about being hemmed in on every side. So many of us have been there. So many of us are there, oh God. And I just thank you that for the reminder that you will bring us into an open and spacious land, oh God, when we're hemmed in and our back is against the wall and we're between a rock and a hard place, oh God. We can be tempted to do things in our own strength. We can be tempted, oh God, to try to make things work by hook or crook, but we know that you are the God of deliverance and that your deliverance is permanent, oh God. Uh, we can count on it. We can bank on it. Heaven and earth will pass away, but your redemption, your deliverance, your restoration, it is permanent and we are sealed by the Holy Spirit for the day of redemption. Thank you for that reminder in Ephesians, O oh God. When we look at the church, O oh Lord God, particularly in America, O oh God, you would think, O oh God, by the, the, by our actions, by the news cycle, and that reports on the, uh, the, the sinful actions— of the church, o oh God, um the uh, 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 the failures, the sinful failures, O oh Lord, God, of leadership, O oh God, within the church, O oh Lord, God, in the ways that even the governmental system, oh God, and the justice system of the land has to intervene, oh God, what a shame, God, would you help us? would this unity that Paul wrote about by the power? of your Holy Spirit here in Ephesians. God, I pray that that unity would reign, oh God, here in the church in America, God. I pray that your truth, oh God, would reign, that justice, oh Lord God, would come on behalf of those who are oppressed, of those who have been harmed, oh God, by the church. God, I pray that you would clean your church up, oh God, We know that Jesus Christ died for the church, oh God. And because we love the church, oh God, uh, we can speak the truth about the church in love, oh God, knowing, oh God, that it is an organism and the only institution that will actually uh, survive, oh God, that will live on even into glory, oh God. So would you begin, O Lord God, to clean up your church, to begin to clean house, and that you would do so by bringing the spirit of repentance, confession of sin and repentance in the land and reparation as evidence of that repentance, O God. Would you do it, Lord? Would you help us to see this in our lifetime, O God? I pray that you will get the glory, O oh God, so that your gospel, O oh God, will shine forth like the beautiful light that it is. I pray this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. In her book, Doing Nothing is No Longer an Option, Jenny Booth Potter shares her very imperfect but relentless journey of growing in awareness of racism, of reckoning with her own white privilege, and of learning how to be an anti-racism advocate alongside her young family. If you're anything like Jenny was, overwhelmed by the enormity of racism and compelled to do something, but uncertain if you can actually make any difference, then this book is for you. Join Jenny and see for yourself what everyday anti-racism looks like. As a listener of this podcast, you can get thirty percent off. Doing nothing is no longer an option. Plus, free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code "the word." That's promo code T H E W O R D at ivpress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truce Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word but doers.